60,000 is brought to you in part by RP Funding. RP Funding Inc. is licensed and can offer loans in Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Louisiana, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, and West Virginia, and is also licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance and by the Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Office is located at 500 Wonderly Place, Suite 300, Maitland, Florida, 32751. Telephone 321-397-4420. RP Funding's nationwide mortgage licensing system ID number is 70168, and Robert Palmer's NMLS ID number is 76197. We're saving thousands with Robert Palmer, and you're in tune to the Saving Thousands Radio Network. Robert Palmer is back on the air, and Robert Palmer is the all-empowering voice that you've been waiting for to help you, the consumer. Robert comes on the radio, giving you financial rules, giving you financial guidelines, pointing out some of the tricks that are out there to try to take your money away, and bringing you up to date on everyday financing. Things that are happening out there that you may hear about on the news But Robert goes further into the story than that, explaining how things like the student loan crisis or problems with mortgage companies or problems with finance companies could be affecting your bottom line. Yeah, your bottom line, not just the company you work for, not just the nation, but you. See, this show is not about the World Monetary Fund. It's not about the stock market. It's about your everyday earnings. You go out. You work 40, 50, 60 hours a week. You get your paycheck. And then most of us are like financial zombies. We have the paycheck and we're dreaming of some of the things we'd like to do with that money. Oh, it'd be fun to go out and buy that big screen this week. Look at all this money I've got. But then we have to look at our bills. And that's when we really become zombies because we pay the bills that are being demanded most. Some of them we just lay there. But when you let them lay there, they're collecting interest and late fees and causing you credit problems. So you've got to take over. You've got to take over. But how do you take over? Well, the first step you just took. The first step is listening to this show, Saving Thousands with Robert Palmer. The second step is going to our website, savingthousands.com. And guess what? We're not trying to sell you anything. This all started with Robert Palmer and a company called RP Funding. It was about 10 years ago, he and I were in the studio, we started doing shows like Saving Thousands. And I asked Robert in the very first show, when someone is looking for a mortgage, Robert, is the mortgage company, you as the lender, are you looking at the price of the home or how much money the person has? Or what exactly are you looking for at the end of the day? We don't really care how much the house costs, right? I mean, when we make you a mortgage, we will loan you We don't care how much we're loaning you. What we care about is how much the monthly payment is, right? That's what your income. We don't have a formula to say, well, John, you only make $60,000 a year, so you can only afford $120,000 house. Uh, What what happens is, John, you make $60,000 a year, so you can only afford a a $1,300 a month mortgage payment. And then we tell you that that's roughly a X amount of house, right? But the key is for your qualification is that monthly payment. And so there are things you can do to screw that up, right? And there are houses that are too expensive in other ways beyond the sales price uh, that can make it to where you don't qualify for them. So the payment on two, you can have two houses that both cost the same thing, right? So let's say we have two houses and they both cost $200,000, right? You may be able to afford one, but not the other. And here is why. Maybe one of those houses is in an area where the property taxes are much higher. So maybe on one of the houses, the property taxes are $2,000 a year. Let's say $2,400 a year. $2,400 a year, 200 bucks a month in one house. And let's say the other house, the taxes are $4,800 a year because it's got a CDD and it was built during the boom and, and there's all this stuff built into the taxes and it's in, it's in an area where you're paying city tax and county tax where the other house is just county tax. So in one house, the taxes are 200 a month and the other house, the taxes are 400 a month. So the monthly payment will clearly not be the same. The monthly payment will be $200 higher on the house with the $4,800-year taxes. It's just how it works. So you may not qualify for that house because the taxes are so much above average. See, when we're telling you you can afford a $200,000 house, we're using kind of a general average of property taxes. Mm -hmm. And this is why we, when we work with our clients, when they do start to look at houses, we ask them to let us know which ones they are and to look at the property taxes mm-hmm. and to see to make sure they still qualify. So let's say it gets even worse because that house that's got the $4,800 taxes, it's also in a gated community with a 24-hour guard out front and oh, seven, no. 17 Olympic-sized swimming pools, six movie theaters, 
I mean, this this place, the streets are actually bricked in gold, right? And so, so there's homeowners association dues. You got to pay your homeowner association dues. They are going to yell at you when you try to put your boat in the driveway. Oh, yes. They are going to yell at you if you have cars parked on the street overnight, but they're going to give you access to the Olympic swimming pools and the theater and the, the guard at the gate. And for that privilege, you are going to pay them, mm, what do we say, Rob? Let's say we're going to pay them $600 a quarter. We'll go with that. Does that sound reasonable for go. gold streets and all? Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Like what, what, you know, what, 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 you've, you've lived in some... Uh, oh, I live in a gated community yeah. right now. I, I pay right now a quarter, about uh, 500 a quarter. All right, so we'll, we'll say 500 a quarter, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So boom, so there, there's more money going out the door, right? So all these things, so now the payment's even higher. That's because right. when we're qualifying, because as long as you live in that house, you have to pay the association. If you don't, they will put a lien on your house. Mm-hmm. And as lenders, we do not like the idea of someone putting a lien mm-hmm. on your house. So when we look at your qualifying payment... We have to look at your principal and interest. That's the easy one, right? Principal and interest, that's the same for every house in America that costs $200,000. The principal and the interest are going to be the same. Then we got to look at the taxes. Taxes can vary wildly. If the person selling you the house didn't have homestead exemption, maybe they, you know, maybe it's in an area that's just more expensive. Whatever it is, you've got to look at those property taxes. Next, the HOA dues, right? If you're paying crazy homeowner association dues because house A is in the gated community with the guard and the, the gold streets and Olympic swimming pool, and community B is just out in the country, and there is no mm-hmm. there is no uh, community to pay, that makes a difference. And then the last one is insurance. So we're, we're going to talk about insurance here, Rob. All right. And don't forget, if you have questions about all this or anything having to do with mortgages, refis, whatever, hey, the offices are open even on weekends at 855-773-8634. 855-773-8634. Robert Palmer, RP Funding, is talking right now about the fact that your principal and your interest is not your house payment. A lot of people got in trouble during the crash or before the crash because they said, oh, I can afford that house. But then they found out that monthly, the money going out in association with owning the house, there was a lot more that went into the payment when you look at the big picture, as my father used to say. So we had the HOA. We had the property taxes. There's just an awful lot of stuff to consider. Yep. So now we're going to talk about the insurance, Uh-oh. right? All right. So let's say, again, and I'm going to use some extreme examples today to illustrate my point. But so let's say house A uh, is, bra- is brand new. House A is a block home. It's built to the newest hurricane codes, and it has, you know, the newest technologies and plumbing, and it's got the hurricane straps on the roof. And so this $200,000 house, the homeowner's insurance is like $550 a year. It is dirt cheap. It is less than $50 a month to insure mm-hmm. this house because it is block. It is rock solid. It is brand new. It is built to all the hurricane standards. It's close to a fire department. Yes, that actually makes a difference. It does. Being within a reasonable driving distance to a fire department, all of these things, this house is cheap, 550 bucks to insure a year. Then we go to house B. House mm-hmm. B was built in like 1922. It's a frame <laughs> house. The roof hasn't ever been replaced. They just kind of tarred over it. Uh, the the wiring is actually aluminum, which is frowned upon, believe it or not. Uh, the piping is polybutylene, uh, which is known to erupt mm. and cause problems. And so on this house, and the fire department is like three bridges, three draw bridges away. Little house you know, of horrors. Yeah, this is no good. <laughs> and, and you fall in love with this house, and it's in the perfect neighborhood and the perfect school district, but it's $3,000 a year to get insurance on it. And so now this house is 250 bucks a month for insurance, where the other house was was less than 50 bucks a month right. for insurance. That's a huge impact on your payment. So so far, just because of the taxes and the HOA and the insurance, this one house probably costs double of the other. So one two hundred thousand dollar house is half as much a month as the other one because of the taxes and the insurance and the HOA. And then finally, unfortunately, this house is also in a flood zone. I mean, this oh, house could not no. have the, the chips could not be any more down. It's near a little pond, and you love that. But unfortunately, it was built right at the 100-year flood return uh, level. So once every 100 years, this house will be underwater in theory. Uh, and so you have to get flood insurance. And then they go out, and, and, and so you have to have a, an elevation certificate done where a surveyor goes out and tries to figure out how high the foundation is and is the house going to make it if it floods. So you pay 1000 bucks for the elevation certificate and the survey, and you find out that it's even worse news because it's right at that level that it is going to flood. And so the flood insurance is another $3,000 a year. They really should have built this house on stilts. I mean, at this point, we are hopefully no longer buying this house because mm-hmm. it is now more than twice as expensive as the exact same priced house in a 
different neighborhood in a different area. And 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 while this is an exaggeration, we have seen examples pretty close to this. I mean, there, there are some homes out there that are really expensive to insure because they're older, the wiring, the plumbing, the flood zone thing happens, especially on the coast. You know, I mean, if you're buying a home, you know, Melbourne, Titusville, near the coast, a lot of those areas have expensive flood insurance. You've got to be prepared for it. We had the big debacle like a year ago where the flood program got defunded and all of a sudden mm-hmm. people's flood insurance tripled and it was this big disaster and most of that got worked out. Uh, but yeah, all these all these things impact it. So when I tell you go buy a $200,000 house, uh, I'm, I'm assuming that none of this craziness is going to happen. And we build some cushion in for some craziness, but we can't have all the craziness on the same house. And so that's where it's very important as you are home shopping to to talk to us, to talk to the insurance agent, to have your real estate agent do the due diligence and check out the property taxes, understand the HOA costs, because you can double the cost to the house oh, yeah. just by making some I mean, wrong decisions, just some unfortunate circumstances surrounding a house that looks great to you. Because it's not like you go to a house that's in a flood zone and it's like underwater today. It looks mm-hmm. like a normal house. It's just a little too close to the coast, or the you know it's a little too low. It's in a low lying area. It's not on enough of a hill, and that area can flood. We're we're on a I mean we're on a peninsula, folks. Like there's there's a lot of parts of Florida that could theoretically be underwater over a hundred year period. Uh, you throw in a hurricane or two, and it, it gets ugly. And and so insurance companies have to price all that in accordingly. And so as you are home shopping. You've got to make sure that and the other thing is you got to shop around. I mean, don't take the first insurance quote you're given, you know, don't take the first mortgage you're offered. Make sure that you're doing your due diligence and you're getting a good deal on all of the parts of the payment. All right, Robert, we are saving thousands with you, Robert Bomber. And folks, as the show goes on, we've got a lot more empowerment, a lot more tools coming your way. We're going to talk about the college loan problem. This is the for-profit colleges that got in so much trouble. But worse than that, the students have worse problems. All right? We're going to be talking about the recently divorced people. It's an Ask RP. And it's a woman who says, I'm recently divorced, and I'd like to know how to rebuild my credit. So we're going to talk about that. Whether it's a divorce, whatever kind of life experience it is that changes you financially, you've got to rebuild that credit. So we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about the clear advantages of something that we call the home value hotline. Do you really want to know what your home is worth precisely? Or do you want some computer in California giving you some sort of an algorithm based on square footage? I think I'd rather have somebody locally give me the information about that. All right. We have an Ask RP and Ask Robert about what is escrow? What, what What is that all about? Well, we'll talk about that too. And we're going to talk about those of you that went through the financial crunch, and you're not real sure if you've totally recovered or not. We're going to talk about that and how that you can get the answer with one very easy phone call. Robert, way back in the second or third year of your show, so that would be seven or eight years ago, you and I were doing a show in Orlando, and we were in the midst of the housing crisis when you said, oh, this isn't the end. There's something else coming down the line. The problem here is... uh, you know, with the mortgage crisis, it was the the lender was to blame, right? The person who actually loaned the money was to blame, where in this situation, the lender is is the federal government under most of these programs. Yeah. Uh, you know, so how are, how are they going to punish themselves? Uh, you know, this is a little different because the, this is the, the, the recipient of the funds, right? Which in the mortgage would have been the home seller. You know, that's basically who perpetrated most of this. And, and the student loan is just kind of a you know, uh, a byproduct of it. But uh, there, there's apparently uh, over $1.2 trillion in student loans outstanding, Rob. And and this $1.2 trillion, all right? So again, this is this is a potential disaster waiting to happen. Uh, you know, years and years ago, it was only in the couple hundred million range, and now we're up to over $1.2 trillion. Uh, and so what I look at is, I mean, whenever something grows that quickly, you got to take a look at it, right? I mean, when Whenever there's such a, a, a strong growth, we saw it with mortgages, mortgage, outstanding mortgage balances swelled at an alarming rate and it led to the bubble. Student loan outstanding balances swelled at an alarming rate, uh, which is, is leading to this next bubble. You know, this one hasn't really caught on yet, Rob, and it's coming. I mean, I think it's coming. I think enough people are affected. I'm surprised it's taken this long, uh, but I think we're going to hear more about this and see more about this. I'm, I'm disappointed that the mainstream media has not is not out there beating this drum. Particularly, you know, if you think about it, there's there's now 40, what I say, 40,000 people out there 
uh, who should be able to get their their loan forgiven uh, if they were at one of the Corinthian schools that meets this certain set of criteria just released by the the uh, Department of Education. But but who you know who's spreading that word? Who's letting these people know? You know why aren't why aren't we out there beating the drum? Why aren't we out there letting everyone know? I'm going to do my part. You know I'm letting the, the the couple hundred thousand listeners I have here on the Saving Thousands Radio Network know what's going on. Uh, but we need more than that. We need more people getting involved. Uh, I think at, at the end of the day, uh, a lot of our rules can protect, uh, could have protected people from falling victim to these, right, Rob? You know, if, mm-hmm. if we look at rule number one, shopping around, you know, when, when you look at a for-profit college and it costs, you know, 10 times as much as your local community college, that's probably not a very good deal. Yeah, you probably should shop around and, and rethink that and, and not sign up for the, the, the online college that costs 10 times more than community college. That's not a good deal. Uh, the three-day waiting, rule number three, waiting three days to think about this. A lot of people uh, were sold into uh, the for-profit colleges using high-pressure sales techniques, trying to close them immediately on the phone. Uh, you know, if you if you take your three days to think about it, if you follow rule number three, uh, that can be a big benefit. Uh, you know, checking out, Googling scam, Googling reviews. I'm sure there's a lot of people sharing their, their negative uh, experiences with these colleges online. And, uh, you know, that, that's, we've got to be, we've got to be more empowered consumers. I mean, these, these colleges were preying on financial zombies. You know, they were preying on people's desperation. Mm-hmm. They were forcing people to make quick decisions without weighing their options. They were, incur- you know, they were definitely trying to keep you from shopping around. They didn't want you to do your research. They didn't want you to do your homework. They wanted you to sign on the bottom line, strap yourself with debt. Uh, and then they were laughing all the way to the bank, uh, three and a half billion dollars later, Again, at just one for-profit uh, organization, and I'm not even sure that they're the largest, Rob. I mean, there, there's lots of other big ones out there. And like I said, there, I'm sure there are some people out there doing a fine job, you know, just like in, in any industry. When you look at the mortgage industry, there were people doing a good job uh, all through the, the crisis. They right. didn't get involved in the subprime and the toxic mortgages, uh, but it's the bad actors uh, who are going to, you know, the problem is the bad actors seem to have the, the meteoric rise to success because, you know, when you have $3.5 billion to play with, uh, you can do a lot to grow and 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 set up more fake sites to get resumes and run more radio, TV, and and you know internet ads and everything else. A lot of internet advertising was dumped into this, and so the guys who are playing by the rules and doing it right don't have near the budget, so they don't grow as fast and they don't blow up as fast. And what you see is some of the bad actors become some of the largest companies in an industry, and and it's frustrating. And I think this this all comes down to enforcement. If the government is going to back something like student loans or back something like mortgages, they've got to enforce it. You know, if they just want to let the private sector do their thing, uh, you know, if the, if the government wasn't backing student loans and it was mm-hmm. all private money, uh, then who cares? But let me tell you, private money is smart, you know, and, and private money would not have allowed. I mean, could you imagine uh, a, a company, uh, a, a privately owned corporation dumping three and a half billion dollars of their capital into this scheme with Corinthian before they figured it out? I, I don't think so. No way. I don't think it would have taken a private company five years to figure this out. Nope. And, and so this, again, is if our government's going to play in these financial industries, which I think there are some benefits to, I think there are some times when it's necessary, they've got to be willing to enforce it. And they've got to be able to enforce it and smart enough to enforce it and have the right rules in place. Uh, and, and again, we did not have that when it came to for-profit colleges. So this is this is uh, our next big problem, Rob. We're going to continue well, to follow it here on Saving Thousands Radio. Again, I'm meeting with a, a group of attorneys to discuss uh, what possible relief students have, what advice they can give. I'm going to I'm going to work with them to hopefully put together a roadmap that we can give to uh, that we can give to our students. Again, if someone out there listening has a copy of a, a student loan promissory note, if you would email that to me at askrp at rpfunding.com, I would appreciate it. I'm sure we can get our hands on one, but it would obviously help if somebody out there provided one. Uh, and again, if you've got questions or comments, you can text those in at 35353. That's our short code text line, 35353. Hi, folks. If you tuned in late, we are Saving Thousands with Robert Palmer, and we're on the Saving Thousands radio network. If you want to know more about the network, what you can do is go to the website I mentioned at the beginning of the program. That's savingthousands.com. Saving thousands, right out the word thousands, savingthousands.com. Over 80 radio stations are now carrying the Saving Thousands programming. Plus, iHeartRadio, which carries 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, It takes the programs from Robert's series over 10 years and plays those back to you continuously. If you'd rather have the shows 
on demand? Well, we do that too. All you need to do is go to your Play Store on your smartphone and download the app. It's called Saving Thousands Radio. Saving Thousands Radio, you'll see a list of the shows and you can just tap on the one you want to listen to. You can start, you can stop at your leisure on demand. You can play back our Saving Thousands shows. So let's see, is there another way? Hmm. Well, if you go on the site, savingthousands.com, you're going to find a heading, a tab that you can click that says radio shows. Once you click on that tab, you'll have a second choice. And that will be, do you want to hear the shows by the date or do you want to hear shows by topic? That's simple. You talk about easy ways for you to keep up with the Saving Thousands Network. And you can also go on the homepage to station listings. And that will show you the stations along the way. It doesn't get much better than that. So there's a lot of ways that you can continue to be empowered, continue to be a smarter person with your money. And it's all absolutely free. You just, it doesn't get any better than this because we're not asking you to spend any money. We're out to save you money. So Robert, what's next? Rob, let's go to the Ask RPs. Ask RP at 35353. That's 35353. That is the five-digit texting. I love the new technology. Ashley in Sarasota. Now, folks, you got to follow this, okay? It's like following the shell game in New York. Ashley says, Dear Robert, I was married for over 10 years and never really had credit in my name. I've always held a job, and I currently make around $50,000 a year. I am now divorced, and our home is up for sale. My portion of the proceeds from the sale will be about $19,000 when it's all said and done. How do I begin to build credit toward purchasing a home? So when you're saying no credit, Rob, like we just none. I mean, the husband did everything, right? All right. Yeah. So, so you're going to need to have some credit, um, you know, with your 19,000 down, we may be able to look at at an alternative. Well, she doesn't have rent or anything. So what I was going to say is if you don't have a credit score, but if we can show rental history and we can show where you paid your cell phone on time and utilities on time, even though they don't report to your credit, we can build an alternative credit file for you. Okay. And under certain loan programs and certain scenarios, we can use that to make you a loan. Um, she's probably not going to have utilities in her name because they were in his name. She's, yeah. I mean, probably not even the cell phone, probably, probably nothing. And, and so what I would say is you're going to have to rent for a little while, unfortunately. Sure. But, but I think the, the plan is we want to get you out of renting as soon as possible. Um, you've got $19,000. That's good. Uh, and so one, you're going to want to put that money somewhere safe so you don't accidentally spend it. Right. Like, like I would, I would really encourage you to take that 19,000 and stick it in a CD or stick it in a money market account, stick it in an account that is not your normal checking account. Yeah. So you're not like out to dinner and you're like, Oh, I've got $19,380. Yeah. I can buy the lobster. Right. I mean, move that kind of get that money out of sight, out of mind. And you want to use that to ultimately get your family, get yourself back into a home. Now, uh, you may want to get a secured credit card. That's what I mean. Okay. She's got the money in the bank, yeah, right? Exactly. So when you, when you go to a little bank or credit union and you say, hey, I'm going to put this $19,000 in a CD, I would like a credit card. All right? They can actually secure that credit card by the $19,000. Uh, and this way, they don't take a risk because chances are with you not having a credit score, they're not going to want to give you a credit card. No one wants to be that first one in to the pool. Yeah. Uh, but but if you give them $19,000 of your money in a savings account or a, a money market account or a CD, now they're willing to give you a credit card for a couple thousand bucks because they can't lose because they have 19000 of your money. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to give you a credit card for three to five. I would, I would shoot for like a $5,000 credit card uh, in that case, right? So that you have a good balance. I wouldn't go crazy, but have a good balance. Then use it and pay it off and use it and pay it off. Uh, she's probably going to need a vehicle. You know, this is another thing to figure out. Yeah, uh, what's she yeah. going to do vehicle wise? So maybe a little bit of that 19,000 has to go toward a down payment on a vehicle. Uh, so if you get the secured credit card first, I don't know, I don't know if your current vehicle situation can get you by, but if you could wait a couple months to buy the car until that secured card has had time to report, uh, what the other thing you can do is uh, uh, at the credit unions, they can sometimes give you a signature loan. So actually you'll get two credit lines. So you get, you get your credit. So we take the 19,000 and stick it in the CD. Right. And then we say, okay, I would like for you to give me a $5,000 credit card that's secured by that CD. And I would also like you to give me a $5,000 uh, signature loan, right? That's secured by that. And so it's just like a $5,000 loan that it's, you know, that you're going to pay back over three to five years, maybe a $10,000 loan there and you use that $10,000 to then go buy a car. Uh, the key is put your 19,000 in the CD and then have them loan the money back to you to do the things you need to do. 
So if you decide you want to buy a car, you could take five or ten, you know, fifteen thousand out of there and use that money to go buy the car. And now you have two trade lines. You have the credit card trade line and you have the signature loan trade line. So this will very quickly, within six to nine months, you'll have a credit score as long as you pay it on time, use it responsibly, and you could theoretically be buying a house in twelve months. So you go lease an nice. apartment for twelve months, and at this point now you'll be able to get a regular credit card and a regular car loan. So then you can pay those other loans off, get your nineteen thousand back out of your CD, and go buy a house. So that's that would be the twelve month plan to go from zero credit to hero credit. Uh, would be the the two. The, the two secured credit lines, a credit card and a credit line, which a local credit union is a great place to go for that. Uh, if I was in the Tampa area, I would go to mid-Florida. If I'm on the Orlando side, I would go to Fairwinds, uh, and I would give them my 19000 get the two, get the credit line and the credit card, both secured, pay them on time, use them responsibly, and watch my credit score shoot up into the 700s from nowhere. So as we continue with the show, I hope you're keeping some notes. And again, if you want to follow up on any of the topics that we've got here, you could ask RP just like a couple of people have already in the show. All you do is go to savingthousands.com, and in the upper part of the page, you're going to see a tab that says Ask Robert. Click on that. A form will appear, and with all confidentiality, I mean, your letter's not going to be seen by others that are looking at the site. You can simply write in. Whatever your question is, it is directed to Robert Palmer himself on his computers. He answers you. But then he does make note of the topic, not particularly with your name, but he'll make a note, hand that to the research staff, sit down and talk with us on the radio side and say, maybe this is something we should bring up on the show. Why? Because maybe if that person asks the question, maybe you want to know that same thing. Maybe you want to know about down payments. Maybe you want to know about escrow. Maybe you want to know about co-signing on a loan, maybe getting the best car loan. There's a lot of topics that we answer here on the show, and we do that because we got an Ask Robert from you. So thank you for participating, and thank you for helping us navigate the show along the topics that you are interested in. I'm back on that SavingThousands.com site. Across the top, we've mentioned the Saving Thousands rules to success are there. The radio shows are listed by topic and date. Station listings, we talked about that. The Ask Robert, we've talked about that. And now, Robert, I want to delve into this. So many people out there have no idea what their home is worth. And I'm a little bit scared that they're going to fall prey to one of those big giant advertising companies out of California that really may not be that accurate. So what's the best source? Rob, let's let's talk about the home value hotline. Let's go ahead and give the them the number. You give them the number, and then I'm going to explain it, and then we'll give them the number again. Okay. And there's a good timeline factor in the show. 866-222-8231. The home value hotline is unlike anything else out there. 866-222-8231. You're driving around town. You see a home, or you're sitting outside your home in your car. You get out your smartphone and dial 866-222-8231. And Robert, what happens then? This is pretty magical. Uh, Yeah, so here's the deal. So there's a couple different ways people can get their home value. And what a lot of people like to do is they like to go on the internet. Mm -hmm. And they like to have some server farm out of California uh, give them a value that is less accurate than the assessed value from the tax collector. So it's like throwing darts at a dartboard. The chance of me hitting a bullseye is the chance of one of these online home valuations being an accurate representation of the value of your home. I know this because if they were accurate, we would use them in the mortgage business. Because remember, we are a greedy industry who likes to make every dollar possible. And so if we could take that $350 that we're paying to the hardworking expert professional appraisers and we could use it, uh, we could give it to a computer and keep the difference, we would definitely do that. Mm -hmm. However, there is no computer system. There is no server farm. There is no Z-estimate that is accurate enough for us to use as lenders because at the end of the day, a computer just cannot figure it out. A computer can't figure out the view. A computer can't figure out, you know, conceptually, has your home been remodeled? Is it more similar to this home or that home? This home has Corian countertops and tile. This home has bare floors because the tenant destroyed it. Uh, those are dissimilar. We need to take that into account. So what happens is human beings still have to be involved in home valuation. There's no way to do it without them. And so we pay real estate appraisers, licensed real estate appraisers. But what I've set up for you is to have local real estate agents give you a free home valuation through the home value hotline. So there's no Mm -hmm. obligation. There's no cost to you. uh, But if you're thinking about maybe selling your home, 
you're, th- you're just wondering what your home is worth, whatever it is, you can call my home value hotline. It's a recorded message. You can call it 24 hours a day, day or night. Leave a little bit of basic information. Let us know, you know, are you looking to, to, do you want, and see, here's the other thing. Do you want to know the value your home would sell for? Or do you want to know the value your home would appraise for? Because they're often different. Mm-hmm. Because what a, a buyer may be willing to pay above appraised value in the market because the market is so hot. And so this is where a local real estate agent can tell you what your home is most likely to sell for. Uh, I've handpicked the experts that we have do these home valuations. And, you know, I told them, look, guys, you got to do these for free. This has got to be a public service to my listeners. And the reason we do this is we want to we want to stop the misinformation. Sure. You know, because what happens is, you know, you've got a couple and maybe they want to move across town. You know, little Johnny is is ready for elementary school and you really want to move across town so you can get little Johnny in the right school district. Uh, but you think you're up, you go on to Zillow and you look at your Z estimate and it tells you you don't have enough equity to sell. And now you stay put. You feel stuck. Mm-hmm. Where if you call the home value hotline and you talk to a local real estate professional, they may tell you that you actually have equity in your home because the Z estimate is so inaccurate. And now you can sell your home. And that creates more real estate transactions, which is great for me sure. and great for all the members of the home value hotline, all the agents that help me with these home valuations, because we make our money based on people buying and selling houses. So if we can give you the right information to make a right decision to sell your home or to stay in your home, we all win. And that's why I built the home value hotline. So Rob, give them the number. It's totally free. There's no obligation. Find out what your home is really worth. Don't trust some server farm in California. Trust a local expert handpicked by me. And the number, Rob, is... Okay, Robert. That home value hotline is 866-222-8231. That's 866-222-8231. Or you can bounce back to the Saving Thousands website. You're saying to yourself, boy, he talks about that site a lot. Well, the reason I do is there's so much on that site for you. And one of the things that you can accomplish on there is you can simply go again to the top of the homepage upper right-hand corner, and look what it says. It says Home Value Hotline. So everything that Robert was talking about on the Home Value Hotline, the phone version, is now available online. Totally confidential, but if you click on Home Value Hotline, I'm doing it right now on my computer, they're going to come up with a series of questions that it will ask you, but the bottom line is it's all confidential, okay? It's all confidential. It's going to ask your name, your email address, your property address, your zip code, and then your phone number. That's pretty much all it is. They're going to start investigating your home, that home in particular, not just the homes in your area, but your home. They may call you and say, what are the improvements you've made in your house over the past several years that some of your neighbors may not have? And maybe you've opened up the kitchen a little bit. Maybe you added a pool. Maybe you added a man cave, whatever it might be. Those are the things that help further determine the value of your home versus the home down the block. So go to the site, savingthousands.com, fill out the form. Everything is held in confidentiality and you will get a precise evaluation just like Robert was talking about right there. Okay. We've talked about Ask Robert, the Ask RP segments of our website and our show. So Robert, we do have an Ask RP and this is from a listener who says, Robert, I hear you refer to escrow every now and then. What is escrow? Escrow. That's a that's a good question. You know, yeah. see, this is the little things that that I forget about. You know, you you do it for so long, you forget what some of the the things that that you know that the normal average person does not know. Yeah. So the whole idea behind escrow is that we're going to pay the taxes and insurance for you out of the mortgage payment. And so what happens is, Rob, obviously, you make your mortgage payment monthly. Mm-hmm. Right. But taxes, uh, property taxes here in Florida are only due once a year and that's in November. And uh, then uh, insurance is due usually once a year and it's on the anniversary of when you got your policy. All right. So if we bought your home in March, then your, your uh, insurance is due every year in March. And so a lot of people all of a sudden get hit with this bill and it's like all of a sudden they owe $6,000 in taxes or $2,000 in insurance. And uh, not everyone has budgeted accordingly and, and kept that money out. And so we decided in the mortgage industry, it would be helpful if we collected one twelfth of the taxes every month and one twelfth of the insurance every month so that when the bill comes, we pay it instead like of the, the homeowner. Now, some people don't like that, right? Some people want to waive escrow. They want to handle the account themselves. They want to, you know, try to collect interest on it and, and then pay it themselves. And, and that's fine. The problem is we charge you a we charge you a little bit higher rate for that because it increases our risk mm-hmm. uh, because the chance of someone defaulting 
And then also we as a lender don't get to make the interest on that money. You know, we, we have millions and millions of dollars of people's escrow money sitting in an account. And so there's a, a, a what we call an escrow waiver cost, right? And so it increases the cost of your loan. Uh, usually it's about an eighth of the interest rate. It's not a huge consideration. In some cases, uh, you know, you can buy it out with a small, like a quarter or a half point of discount right. uh, to get rid of that escrow waiver cost. Uh, but most people take the escrow account. You know, it's one of those things. Uh, it's convenient. We take care of it for you. We pay it. Uh, and then if you are putting less than 20% down uh, on most loan programs, you have to have an escrow account. Because the idea is if you're putting limited money down, you don't have enough liquid cash laying around that you can handle the big hit for the escrow account, mm -hmm. uh, for the escrows once a year to pay your own taxes and pay your own insurance. So uh, I, obviously I recommend people just let us handle it for them. It's, it's cleaner. It's easier. You can budget monthly instead of worrying about it once a year. Very good. Uh, very good. Okay. Now that we know that. Now, sometimes in calculating when you're going to get your home loan, you might have to put some money up in front, right? Because there's... It, very, very seldom are you going to buy your home exactly on the anniversary of either the uh, the property taxes or the insurance. Yeah. So the insurance, what happens at, when you're buying a new home, uh, the insurance you're going to pay for one year at closing. And then we're going to collect a, a two month cushion to put into your escrow account. right? Mm -hmm. And that cushion is there because taxes and insurance will change a little bit. Things happen, things go wrong. Now with the taxes, you're absolutely right. Very rarely are you buying a home exactly in November uh, to where we can collect the right amount of taxes. So what happens is uh, we have to figure out how many months of taxes we're going to need. So let's say you buy your home uh, in in August, right? right? And so if you if you close in August, your first payment is not due. You skip September, right? Because you pay interest in arrears. So when you close in August, mm -hmm. and then interest will accrue the entire month of September, and then you'll make your first mortgage payment to us on October first, right? So we'll we'll Whoa. have gotten one month from you, uh, and then in November we have to pay the taxes. <laughs> uh -oh. So we're going to be eleven months short. So the idea is we have to collect all 11 months at the closing mm -hmm. uh, and then you'll receive a, a tax proration credit back from the seller. Uh, so the title company will figure out and say, okay, well, the seller lived in the house through August. So they owe this many days worth of taxes and they give you a credit back for that. And mm. then we put 11 months worth of taxes into your escrow account. And so again, what it ends up being is about three months worth of, you have to put about three months in because the seller's putting the rest in. You're going to put about three months in and then we're going to collect the, you know, collect the rest as we go. So that when November rolls around, we have enough money to pay your taxes, which is really what, what this is all about, making sure that your taxes get paid on time and that your insurance gets paid on time because we don't want anyone to have a home with no insurance on it. And us having to force place insurance. So if you do not escrow Ooh. and you do not pay your insurance and your insurance gets canceled, we then have to force place an insurance policy on you as the servicer. And uh, it's not a very friendly policy. It's not, it's not something you want to do. So we really want our customers to keep their insurance current, keep their taxes current, and the easiest way to do that is to let us handle it through the escrow account. And if you ever have questions about anything like this, go ahead and ask Robert on the website, or you could even pick up the phone at 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634. You see, this company takes pride in the fact that we can give you information, we can help you become financial ninjas, as Robert would say, and we do so without any obligation. So in that same vein, if you have a question, we don't want you to hesitate to call. You don't have to be applying for a loan or a refinance to simply make a call and ask a question. That's what sets this company aside from every other company I have ever been associated with. I just cannot imagine. But we'll talk more about that in a minute. But Robert, well, I want to go back to something I was talking about a few minutes ago, Robert. And that is when you designed RP Funding, and as all of your companies have continued to grow and prosper and serve, you've set them up in a totally new way because your company is based on customer service and fulfilling the needs of the customer. That's very different. Yeah, I'd say we are the only mortgage company on the planet where the processor's bonuses are based not on volume, but on positive customer reviews. And they're, wow. they're penalized for negative customer reviews, right? Because that's the culture here. Because all this doesn't matter. Right. I can have no lender fees and I can have great low rates. But if we have crappy service, I wouldn't do business with us. So why would I expect you to? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. above all else, we have got to have great customer service. Right. Because I don't want you to feel like you have to sacrifice great customer service to get a good deal. Right. And I think a lot of people look at that way. They say, oh, well, you can't have value and service. Why not? 
That's what you deserve. That's what we deserve as consumers. That's what we deserve in today's economy. We deserve a great deal and we deserve great service. And so I had to make sure, see, the great deal is easy, Rob. The great deal is so easy to give, mm -hmm. right? That's just, that's a money decision. I can go in there to my CFO and I can say, hey, we're not going to charge any fees. And we're going to have great low rates. See, I can just dictate all that. I can't dictate great service. Yeah. I can't make my staff care if they don't want to care. I can't make people want to treat my customers the way I would treat them if they don't buy into my vision, they don't believe. And so I will tell you, it was much harder to build a culture of great service in the mortgage industry than it was to offer no lender fees <laughs> and great rates in the mortgage industry. Mm -hmm. Okay, And both are counterintuitive to what the rest of the industry does, right? The rest of the industry is charge as much fees as you can and who cares how good the service is, whatever. Because it's not a repeat business, right? In most people's yeah. minds. You know, it's like, well, you know, if, if you go to, you go eat at a restaurant, you may eat there a couple times a month. So they give you good service, you keep coming back. The average person only gets a mortgage about once every six, seven years. Right. And so our industry says, well, we don't have to give good service because we don't get repeat customers. Garbage. It's garbage. Uh -huh. So I decided we had to have both. And I thought the fees were going to be the tough thing. Right? I was like, oh man, it's, it's going to be really hard to run a mortgage company with no lender fees and low rates and all this stuff I'm trying to do. That part actually was really easy. Uh, the hard part was getting 120 people to buy into my vision of great customer service when all of them, every one of them came from a company, another mortgage company, right? Some mortgage company, they were all in the mortgage industry. Mm -hmm. So they all started at a different mortgage company before they came here. And that mortgage company they worked for, no matter where it was, did not care about customer service the way I do. And so the hardest part of building my vision at RP Funding was getting 120 other people to buy into my vision. And now that they have, and they have along the way, and they've done a great job of it, and we've been able to offer that great service, that's what makes us unstoppable, is the fact that these 120 people that I'm looking at right now through this glass window on the side of the studio buy into my vision of giving you great customer service. Now, does that mean we won't make a mistake? Absolutely not. Right. We make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. We're human. Mm -hmm. We're going to own it, and we're going to make it right. You know, Does that mean somebody out there is not going to have a bad day and maybe snap at a customer? They might. You know, and we're going to talk to him about it because when we send that post-closing customer satisfaction survey, trust me, the customer is going to tell me about it and, and right. they're probably going to think twice about it because here it affects their paycheck, you know, snap off at the wrong customer, get a negative review, lose money, lose money on your bonus. Right. So that, that, that's, that's what we do. It's that important to me. And, and so we pay them really well to start with. And then the bonus they get for customer is, is above and beyond. Right. So that, mm -hmm. that's, that's a way for them to make a way above the, the average for what they do is by giving amazing service to my customers. And if you want to experience that, all you got to do is pick up the phone and give us a call here at RP Funding. No lender fees, easy on-time process, great customer service. On um, purchases, we have the strongest pre-approval in the industry. We're here to help you every step of the way, walk you through it, hold your hand, make you a financial ninja. 855-773-8634. 855-RP-Funding. That's 855-773-8634. Or you can visit us on the web at rpfunding.com. Well, we're getting close to uh, the end of the show, but I wanted to talk for a moment, Robert, if I could, about TRID, and I see the smile on your face. Folks, TRID, if you've heard it in commercials, if you've heard it brought up on talk shows, and there are still a lot of people talking about it, TRID is basically a whole new way of doing home loans. You see, the federal government saw what happened in the 2008 period. They saw the way the mortgage and the housing businesses just sort of crumbled. You know, it was the perfect storm. Everything came together at the same time, and for many, the wrong time, all right? So over the years, they continued to make changes. Well, the biggest set of changes to take place to date is a group of regulations called TRID. Uh, it's known as the know-before-you-owe concept, basically consumer-friendly. And the Robert Palmer family of companies was very quick to embrace this because transparency has always been the name of the game around here. We just talked about customer service. Well, a major part of customer service is transparency. So at the end of the day, Robert Palmer said, you know what? If the government wants to make these regulations and they're going to help consumers, he's not going to fight it. He's going to embrace it. And he's going to learn everything he can and not put it in the last minute file. So over the several months leading up to the conversion to TRID, Robert started having his loan processors learn go to classes, go to seminars, actually process some loans that are on their desk two ways. The regular way that was legal at the time and the new way with the new guidelines. Therefore, October of 2015 came along 
And a lot of the big banks, oh, those mega monster banks, they were saying, wait a minute, we're not ready for this. We, we don't have the new changes in place. We're not ready for this yet. So it could take us 60, 70, 80 days to close a loan. <laughs> That's crazy. The very first loan that came to RP funding the first week of October was closed in no less than 10 days. 10 days. RP funding is always there to help you. Now, Robert, I wanted to talk about this. Speaking of helping people, so many people got underwater in the 2000s. Here we are in 2016, and it's been years since they have taken to learn the value of their home. So many of them think they're still underwater. They need to make a call. That's exactly what I want them to do. You know, yeah. if, if you think your home might be underwater, call, call. Us and let us call us and let us take a look at it, right? Call the mortgage company. Let us take a look at it. We've got some resources we can use. Yeah. We've got some experts we can tap into. We can absolutely help you. See, don't don't be afraid, right? You may be sitting there saying, well, I, I don't think I have good enough credit to refinance with RP funding. Uh, I don't think I have enough home equity to refinance with RP funding. I don't, I don't think this. I don't think that. I'm not good enough. I don't, I don't, I don't. You do. Yeah. And I want you to right now. So just pick up the phone and give us a call. We can talk you through your home value. We can talk you through mm -hmm. potential ways to save. We can talk you through problems on your credit or problems that you thought were problems that aren't really problems. And it's all one simple, toll-free, no obligation phone call away, 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634. Rob, give them the phone number a couple times. They, they, We really do get more calls when you say it than when I say it for whatever reason. I don't understand, but I want people to call that number. Our people will walk you through the whole process. They'll answer every one of your questions. And again, with no obligation, just have the conversation. 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. And as they taught me at announcer school, say at one time real slow, 855, that's toll free, 773-8634, RP funding, one of the Robert Palmer family of companies. Got to be a great, great day when you find out you can refinance, Robert. Yeah, so Rob, you you know you work for one of the other companies in the Robert Palmer you know company's family. You work for the the Saving Thousands Radio Network, mm -hmm. but you know your office where you sit is is kind of attached to the lobby at RP Funding. You know, so while you don't work for RP Funding, you see a lot of people coming and going. Well, share a couple stories. I mean, kind of share what you see. You know, you you talk to people in the elevator in the lobby. You know, you're one of those guys. Rob Rob talks to everybody. Uh, so if Rob sees you, Rob's going to talk to you. Uh, and so be because his office, his Saving Thousands offices, radio network offices are right next to RP Funding, there's a lot of interaction with our customers. You know, what, what do you hear from people? I know there's some people that are skeptical, but then it happens. I mean, share some of the stories you see uh, being located right there next to RP Funding. The great thing, like you say, is I have an all-glass office, so I get to see the people when they first come off the elevator. That's the way I face. And I see sometimes a little trepidation in their step when they first time, first time I ever see them. Then they come in here and they go to the reception desk. They're treated so nicely. That's where customer care really begins is at that desk, whether it's by phone or in person. So I see them immediately kind of come of ease. There's water, there's coffee, and there's going to be somebody come out that is a licensed mortgage professional who has made it through Robert's very, very stringent screening of customer service first. Let's bring this down to the tabletop level. Let's not talk down to people. Let's not be pejorative to people. Let's look and talk about the situation. And I watched this entire process because not only can I see out the window when they're coming in from the elevator, I see them in, in the lobby. And then I see them as they're escorted back to one of the private rooms where they have, you know, very comfort situation where they can talk to the loan officer. When I see them come out, I see a very relaxed, very relaxed couple, Robert. And usually... They're engaged in very friendly, smiling, animated conversation with the loan officer who then walks them to the elevator. They may come back a time or two with some documents and they'll wave at me because now I'm a familiar face. And then, you know, they pretty well get to know everybody. But the really cool thing is, Robert, at the very end, and your office doesn't face this, and I, I wish I could just take my camera out every time, is watching the people when they come in for the closing or they come in to pick up their final papers, people are hugging their loan officer. When was the last time, ladies and gentlemen, in this in this world, 
that you've seen somebody walk into a financial institution, smile, become a friend, and then hug somebody on the way out. And one of the other things that I have to bring up, Robert, I don't want to take up much of your time, but the other thing I see is people bring their kids with them. They bring their little kids. So we're sharing the experience with youngsters who were watching mom and dad. And the greatest thing I saw the other day was a family. They walked out and they were getting the money to buy a vacation home. They were actually getting a cash out and using those funds to get another property. And this is something they were going to use near the the coast. I'm following these people off the elevator. They get outside the door, Robert. And if this isn't the American dream, I don't know what is. The little girl looks up at her mother and said, did we get the house? And her parents high five each other. They high fived each other in a public building and then hugged each other. Now, when that can happen in an experience, is that not worth a phone call at 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634, Since I graduated from college in 1975, I've been associated with a lot of businesses, but I've never been associated with one that I see so much happiness during the transaction, especially Robert Palmer, a financial transaction, which is usually it's a little scary, but not here. Yeah. And again, Rob, I love when people come in and we're happy to do the whole transaction over the phone with you. You know, if you're near enough to our our Maitland headquarters, we'd love for you to come into the office. Uh, If not, we can do the whole thing over the phone. We're we're happy to do this on on the customer's terms. I want to make refinancing as easy as possible. Uh, We're happy to do it on your terms. We've got electronic signing on the internet. We can do it in person by the phone, whatever. Save three, four, five thousand $5,000. I'm not going to charge you lender fees because I never do. It's time revolutionizing mortgage refinancing one customer at a time. 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. And once again, everybody, that number is 855-773-8634. That's 855-RP-Funding. Make the call. Or if you want to apply for a mortgage, all you have to do is go to rp funding.com rpfunding.com all the information is totally confidential you can trust rp funding you will be contacted by a licensed loan professional that is going to be like a breath of fresh air we talked about customer service you're going to find that these people become first acquaintances then friends and more than that they're advocates for you they will take your file and do everything possible to make sure that you close on time. And we've done radio shows where Robert has talked about the pains that he personally has gone through. When a loan looks like, whoops, something's going to happen here at the last minute, that he has personally got involved with it and helped make it close on time. Because, you know, it's like a domino effect. Did you ever think of that? If you are buying somebody's house, they need those proceeds to buy the next house. And on and on and on. It's like a chain. It's like dominoes. So it's very important that you work with a company that is going to close on time so that everything works out. And at the end of the day, you go home with those keys in your hand and you can paint a wall, drive a nail in a wall, you can put a swing set in the backyard because that is your home. That's what it's all about as we save thousands with Robert Palmer. 